In today's episode of the Masculine Health Solutions Podcast, we will be talking about how to do a full PE workout session or routine, I guess, more of an intro routine without using any devices. So stay tuned for more. Before we get started, one more thing. If you want to get any PE gear, be sure to check out totalmanshop.com that is totalmanshop.com and use the promo code mhs2020 promo code is mhs2020 and get 12 percent off be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality pe equipment all right and that's promo code mhs2020 for 12 percent off and the website once again is totalmanshop.com What is going on? First of all, I'd just like to say thank you for coming out and uh, listening to another episode here at the Mask and Health Solutions Podcast. Today, um, Today's episode actually revolves around a question that I got on Instagram. And that question was, hey, what should I do or what kind of routine should I, you know, start off with if I don't want to invest in devices? And um, hey, man, join the club. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of us kind of get started off in the same boat in that, you know, it is kind of a hefty investment to make right off the bat. Or some of us get bamboozled, kind of like yours truly, and uh, end up paying way too much for something that is not of value. Like I've said before many a time, you know, I paid about 500 bucks for a crappy extender and Vimax pills that did absolutely nothing. I mean, it kind of helped a little bit, but not really. It didn't really claim to do the, the things that I had... Um, the things that I thought I had paid for, right? And um, so in order to avoid that, you know, that's kind of why I'm always worried. I tell you guys, hey, man, don't invest in, in strictly the male enhancement pills. I mean, some of them are great for for helping out with what you already have. But, you know, as far as actually, you know, making your penis bigger, it's really not going to work in that sense. I mean, it'll help to improve your erection quality, right? And it may improve it to the point where it's like, hey, man, look, it is bigger. Or because the circulation has been improved, it may appear to be bigger. But that may not necessarily be the case, right? And as far as the extender that I got, like I said before, it was mad painful. <laughs> I would not recommend going the cheapo route, right? Which is why I do recommend, you know, the higher price products because they do work a whole lot better. If you want something that feels like you're wearing a condom, definitely invest in the Falcon Forte. You can use that to sleep. And you can use that all day, every day. But like I've said before, and what I alluded to as far as the beginning of this workout and what, or this podcast and what this podcast is about, it's all about, you know, using zero devices, right? So I'll get back on topic because I, t- I tend to trail off. <laughs> but if you want to get started, right, and all you got is your hands, your mindset, spare time and some lubrication because you will need to invest in lube that's the one thing that i'm like hey man you can you can invest in a little bit of lube right so five bucks worth of lube i don't care if it's ky vaseline or you steal your mom's coconut oil (laughs) either way if you use any one of these they're great and they will help you in what you need to do to get started and um this program i'm just kind of i got a an actual full-on routine at the MaskinHealthSolutions.com website, and that's a free enlargement routine that you can do. I do recommend using devices, but 
you know, you don't have to use the devices. And if you want something written, you can totally use that as a reference in case um, any things that I talk about today, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I kind of want further explanation with that. So you can definitely check out the website and the full on routine is there. I do recommend devices on that one. But, you know, you could just take out the devices and do the same thing. It's pretty much mostly manual to get started. All right. Without further ado, let's jump, 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 jump right into it. All right. So for argument's sake, or not argument's sake, but let's just say you want to invest in a six-month program, right? First thing I would do right off the bat, right off the bat, I mean, for our routine, I would say do not do this workout for more than three days a week. No more than three days a week in your first month, right? Start off with a warm-up. So if you want to do a warm-up and you're going to do it with no money, do it the way that I did when I started, (laughs) you're going to start off by taking a hot shower, nice warm shower. The warmer, the better. Obviously, you don't want to burn yourself or get third-degree burns all over your body because, uh, you know, you want to get as uh, malleable as possible. You don't want to do that. If you got a jacuzzi or a hot tub, man, definitely a great way to go as well. You know, I've read a lot about guys that use that, and it's a great way because, you know what, after you've been sitting and uh, boiling yourself for so long, believe me, your ligaments are very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Malleable, you know. They're very malleable, and the stretches become a lot easier. Your ligaments, your tunica, all that is just nice and relaxed, therefore making it easier for you to stretch your ligaments, right? But, you know, like I've always said before, you want to get warmed up. It'll help with blood flow. Um, It'll also help to get your ligaments, the tunica, you know, all the inner workings of your penis ready for the workout and the stimuli that you are about to throw at it, right? So always, always, always warm up. I don't care if you're doing a beginner's workout or the most veteran's workout there is known to man. You got to make sure that you warm up. If you don't warm up, man, it could go very, very bad. Well, not very, very bad, but you know, it just, why would you want to get injured? You want to avoid injury at all costs. So definitely start off with a nice warm shower. If you cannot do a nice warm shower, well, you could always do the rice sock, which basically just involves you getting a bunch of rice and putting it into like a soccer sock, right? Like I've said before, I've never done the rice sock method because I don't want to put anything microwaved around my dick, <laughs> right? I like the hot pad myself, and the infrared hot pad is excellent in that, you know, it actually goes through deeper layers of the of the body. So, you know, whenever you do any infrared uh, treatment, it'll always, you know, it'll be more than just skin deep i guess you know it'll go right past the epidermis and because of that it's excellent especially for what we want to do and if we want to soften up the tunica but that being said i go back to what i was talking about before which was you know not using any devices (laughs) i keep getting distracted but that being said you want to take a hot shower you can do the rice sock or you could get a nice warm cup and just put your penis in there get it nice and warmed up You know, if you do have a space heater, so that's just kind of like, you know, space heater is basically when you set up in a room, like when you go up to your cabin and, you know, you got no heat. So you just plug that thing into the wall and it kind of it's almost like a fan that just, you know, fans heat your way. If you got one of those lying around the house, you know, I'm not saying you got to go buy this device, but if you got one lying around the house, you could definitely put it to good use by just having it pointing at your penis as you do the workouts or, you know, as you're doing the stretches. Also, you want to make sure, though, you do not, you know, hit your testicles too much because that can actually lower uh, your sperm count. It can affect um, it can affect your 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 sperm motility as well. It can do a whole bunch of different kinds of things. And I don't want to cause anybody to, 
you know, become sterile from a penis workout where they were hitting all the heat to their balls, right? So avoid hitting the testicles, you know, just find a way to avoid it. What I would do um, is just kind of, if I was wearing shorts, you know, and I'm doing the warm up, I could just keep my shorts kind of covering my balls to kind of protect them or my boxers, you know, something, an extra layer just to make sure that my balls aren't getting hit with it. Granted, that being said, I got a vasectomy so I can no longer have children. <laughs> so, you know, but that being said, you want to make sure you protect your balls, protect your testicles, right? So going back to the warm up, right? Those are your different options. Those are different options that you can go with if you do not want to get any type of device, right? So warm water, I mean, hot shower or a rice sock or a space heater if you got one lying around, right? You still want to make sure you go for about five to 10 minutes. So go five to 10 minutes when you're doing this workout, um, when you're doing the warm-up, right? And for the warm-up, all you really got to do is just keep your penis nice and warm. I would recommend doing some light manual stretches while you're doing it, five to 10 minutes. And since this is the first month, I would recommend you do it for about three times a week and just kind of start off from there, right? Start off from there and going back after the warm-up. So now what I would recommend is definitely doing your manual stretches, right manual stretches i would say for any beginner you're starting off you've never done any pe before what i would highly recommend is you do the northeast west south and all you got to do is stretch your penis out and hold it north hold it west east and then south right or you can change it up in any direction you want to i mean you want to go clockwise counterclockwise it's up to you and what i would recommend is hold it for 30 seconds in each direction right hold it for 30 seconds that's all you have to do right for this part of the manual stretches you just got started you want to just hold it in every single direction next up what i would do is i would do some you know penis stretched out straight and do some kegels right kegels are going to be what you need to have to sustain and maintain a healthy strong erection right if your pelvic floor is weak you will not be able to, you know, sustain an erection. Your erection is just going to go down. It's going to be like, eh, I don't got the muscles to keep this thing up, right? And the less you use it, well, it's not that you're going to lose it, but it will not perform at its best. So as you get older and a lot of men tend to have less sex, you know, these muscles tend to get weaker and weaker and weaker, which means that their erections coincidentally get weaker as well. Where, you know, if you actually improved these muscles, you'd be able to, you know, get a hard-on easier and you'd be able to sustain that hard-on easier. So, what I would recommend, you know, just getting started, This again, this is just building a base. This is a primer for all the, you know, more difficult workouts that exist later on. But, like I said before, you want to make sure you get as much out of the newbie gains as, as possible, right? This is where most of the growth is going to occur. I mean, if you're going through puberty, if you're 16 to like 20, man, you're definitely going to reap the benefits as long as you don't bust a nut when you're done, <laughs> which is one thing that killed me for years because, you know, obviously edging, very tough, especially when you don't, you know, can't control it. It, it is very difficult. Anyways, so you want to pull your penis straight out and you want to do some Kegels, right? So if you don't know how to Kegel, basically... What you could do is um, next time you go to take a piss or next time you go to urinate, you want to just stop the flow of piss by just squeezing, squeeze that muscle. There you go. Congratulations. You did a Kegel. If you want to do a reverse Kegel, you do the opposite. You almost push it out, right? And um, you, you, that is your BC muscle, BC muscle versus 
the PC muscle, the pubogluteogenesis or something. <laughs> I actually got to pronounce it better, better, but I mean, I just always use the acronym. Um, I got it written down, but honestly, I'm just like, it's foreign. It's like Latin to me, <laughs> right? So your PC muscle is the one that you will use to contract, and that is what will result in you doing a successful Kegel. So, you know, that is a Kegel. All you want to do, right, pull your penis out, straight out, boom. Hold it and do 25 Kegels when it's straight out. Just 25. And you do want to make sure that you maintain tension throughout this. You will find that when you're doing your Kegels, you know, and when you're done doing the one pull or, um, you know, that one squeeze, when, you, when you're done with the squeeze and you pull again, you will have a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like your penis will become more elastic. And when you pull it, it's almost like you can pull it out a little bit further you know, than what you should or what you do normally, right? And that's kind of why we want to do it. Along with the fact that you're strengthening your PC muscles, your pelvic floor muscles, and all that as well, right? But so, <laughs> so what we do afterwards, after you're done the stretch kegels, what I would recommend is now that you prepare for the jelking, by doing a light edge, right? So edging is basically stimulating yourself, you know, get yourself a little bit of an erection, right? About 60 to 70% would be okay. And if you get to 100, because you get to 100 real quick, then what I would recommend is you get to the 100, let it subside, and then begin your jelking session. This is where you got to break out your lube, you know, um, your KY, Vaseline. It doesn't really matter what you use. It's up to you. Just use something that's comfortable and that you can use for the duration of this exercise, right? So, you've done your stretch kegels, you've done your manual exercises, and, I mean, after your warm-up, of course, which you already did first, you're going to do this about three times a week. You want to give yourself time in between to rest, right? And what I would recommend then is now we start your jelks. Now, when you jelk, you know, you're going to make the OK symbol, right the okay symbol with your hands and you're going to press it against the base of your penis if you want a full-on jelk tutorial you can just scroll on to episode one where i basically talk about jelking for an hour <laughs> right this will just be a crash course so what you do right you make the okay sign hold it against the base of your pubic mound or the base of your penis right and then what you will do is slide the two fingers in the okay sign right up the shaft of your penis until you get underneath the glands at this time you will get your other hand and you will then put that hand at the base of your penis and slowly slide it up and you will continue to do this with your hands until you get to the desired amount of reps or sets that you want what i would recommend is always to go slowly you want to make sure you feel that blood pushing up towards the glands right you want to make sure the glands expands at the end and you want to make sure you have enough blood in there. If you do find that, hey, you know what, your erection has gone from like 60% to 10, 20, 30, you want to make sure that you can get, you know, you want to get more blood in there. That's the whole purpose of this workout. So what I would recommend is stimulate yourself so that you have enough blood throughout the workout to do it properly and to do it so that you're actually pushing the blood up and down the shaft of your penis. If you're not, then you're not really doing a whole lot. You're just kind of stretching your dick out with lube. <laughs> which probably won't do a whole lot. The whole goal here is you want to cause expansion from the internal workings of the penis up until the glands, and you want to see the whole thing stretch out. You know, when you're done this workout, your penis should be far more engorged than what it is normally. 
along with looking a lot more vascular, looking a lot more plump, right? It's gonna look it's gonna look post workout swole. That's the whole goal. That's the whole purpose here, <laughs> right? And as far as like, let's say this is the first week you've never done any PE before, I would highly recommend that you go. I would say about. Whew, man, right at the top of my head, because I'm doing this one kind of on the fly, because I saw the question. Um, I would say about 75 to 150 reps, nice and slow. That's the key, man. That's the key. You want to make sure you go nice and slow when you do these workouts. The goal is not to go fast. The goal is not to reach 150 reps as quickly as possible. You know, that's not the goal. You want to go nice and slow, right? You just want to milk this. <laughs> I mean, no pun intended, but you want to milk this exercise for as much and as best as you possibly can, right? You want to make sure that every single motion, every single jelk counts. You know, you don't want to just be going through the motion and just boom, 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 just pulling it out. And it's almost like, you know, you didn't do a whole lot. You want to make sure you take your time. You want to make sure you feel that expansion, feel that blood moving up the shaft and getting underneath the glands and, you know, really forcing your penis to grow from the micro tears that you are creating, via the jelking exercise right so definitely take your time there like i said shoot for 150 reps right and since this is a 100 device free workout what i would recommend then well now you just want to edge oh yeah you just want to edge so about five to ten minutes of edging as i said before this is merely stimulating your penis you know this is just getting an erection the difference here is that it's almost yeah sure it's almost like you're masturbating but the whole point here is that you're masturbating without coming the reason why is that when you come you know you will 100% release all the stuff that you know all that energy that you can use all, all that all the good stuff you need for recovery you will just release and um unfortunately what this will lead is to your penis then turtling up which is something that we want to involve we want to stay in an engorged elongated you know, bigger than usual state than normal, right? The whole point here is that we want to cause growth. Granted, what I will say too, right off the bat, is do not use porn when you are looking to edge. Do not use porn for any type of stimulation exercises when it comes to PE. The reason for that is that, hey man, porn is no good for the brain. It can cause premature ejaculation. And and it's been shown to light up the same parts of the brain as the ones that we see, you know, that... The same parts of the brain that get stimulated from cocaine, sugar, all that jazz, right? And people are just becoming addicted to it, mainly kids, right? And the problem with it is that so many guys are suffering from ED, premature ejaculation. I mean, the inability to sustain an orgasm or even have a meaningful relationship or connection with a female because they're so addicted to porn. So don't use porn. Use your imagination. Use your noggin, you know. And um, just go from there or just concentrate on the workout and just kind of, you know, <laughs> just wank your shaft and until it gets hard and just concentrate on that. But do not use porn, guys. If you do, then, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's just not good for you. So highly recommend against that. Right. But you do want to make sure that you edge and you do want to make sure that your penis post-workout, you know, looks engorged, hangs heavier, has a bigger flaccid. If you do these, these are good physiological indicators that what you're doing is right and uh, what you're doing will move you into the right direction eventually, right? I mean, I'm not saying that these, <laughs> that any PE workout or any workout for that matter is going to be overnight instantaneous, not the way it works. The only time that I can say that anything 
well, I guess uh, from a bodybuilding standpoint that you can do rapidly is fat loss or weight loss. But that stuff is not healthy and you got to give up a whole lot to get that. And um, in the long run, it's really not worth it. Unless you're doing, um, you know, a weight cut for, for wrestling or, or some type of competition, then I understand. But if you're just doing it for kicks, I mean, you're just going to ruin your organs. And later on in life, your livers and kidney, your liver and kidney is going to pay for it. So, you know, I highly recommend against that. But I mean, that being said, that's bodybuilding. Hey, you're free to do whatever you want. This is just advice, right? Anywho, going back to the edging, post-workout, you want to edge, you want to make sure you're well engorged, and you will find too that uh, this is the one hard part about edging and why I failed at it so often is that, you know, the you almost got to retrain your mind to just come to terms or come to come to the agreement that, hey, I'm doing this as a workout and this isn't for pleasure and it's extremely difficult to make that switch, Right. But eventually what this will do is that when you are having sex and making sweet, sweet love, you know, you will be able to last a whole lot longer because you will be able to control your body, right? So that's another added benefit from edging, right? So again, this is three month or this is month one. Uh, first week, you're doing it three times a week. Now, let's say you want to step up your game and you're like, all right, you know, I'm in week two. Like I said before, you can go from anywhere from... You know, I would recommend about 100 reps for the gel from starting off. But if you want to take your time and ease into it and only do 50 reps, that's cool, too. But I would recommend, you know, week two, you kind of get your foot in the air or your, your <laughs> foot in the air. You, you already got your feet wet. Um, I, I'd probably aim for anywhere from 100, you know, to about 150 reps for that second week for sure. So you can do it three times a week. And if you feel comfortable in week three, you could do four times a week. Right. And when you are now at the end of month one, what I would recommend now is that, you know, you do it for about 150 to 200 reps when it comes to the jelk. And uh, for the manual stretches, I would recommend doing the whole thing twice. Yep, do it two times and see how you feel from there, right? And, um, well, that is the end of month one. I'll jump into month two right now. Might as well. And, um... Yeah, we'll just go from there. Month two, what I would recommend is just pretty much the implementation of V-Jelks, right? All you're going to do is throw V-Jelks into the mix. So what are V-Jelks? Basically, make the Spock sign with your hands. And instead of going on the upper side of your penis, you want to start from the underside of your penis. I usually like, I prefer doing um, V-Jelks standing up myself. I find that, I don't know, sitting down is just too uncomfortable, and my testicles tend to rise or <laughs> try to get involved into the mix and I don't really want them around. So I prefer standing up. Definitely try it standing up. You know, make sure you're well lubricated. You make the V sign or the Spock sign with your hands and you start with your left hand or right hand. It's up to you. And you start from the underside of your penis and you slowly start to go up your shaft. You want to push the blood up the penis as well. Um, it's also recommended you do it aiming to one side. So you can go, you know, one, do... Let's say we do 50 reps. You could do 25 reps aiming to the right side of your navel, navel and one to the left side of your navel or belly button, right? And you just alternate, you know, which side to do it. You know, first rep you do left, second set you do right. It's up to you. Everything I think, everything I would say would stay the same for month two. The only thing that I would change up really is just pretty much adding the V-Jelks and throwing in some more workout days. So if you feel more comfortable right 
And let's say you're doing 150 to 200 um, jelks. What I would do is split them up, maybe do four sets of 50 and throw your V jelks in between. So if you're going to do 50, well, let's say you could do 10 jelks in be- or 10 V jelks in between, or maybe 20, do 20 jelks in between, right? Do 50 normal jelks, uh, 20 V jelks, 50 uh, normal jelks, 50 V jelks, or 20 V jelks, and just kind of alternate like that, or you could do 10. You just basically want to throw in something different. If you find that it's too taxing, again, with the physiological indicators that say, hey, you know what, my penis is very, very sore, or I'm having a difficult time getting an erection, you know you just kind of got to ease off, right? Like I said, month two, you probably should aim for about four days, you know, four to five days, depending on how you feel, right? And then keep everything else pretty much the same. The manual um, stretches, you could just hold for about 10 to 20 seconds longer, you know, and I would pretty much just do that for month two as far as uh, switching it up. And like I said before, I mean, like I'm not looking at the actual workout that I have on the website right now. I'm just kind of putting this one together as I go. Because um, that's pretty much what I would recommend right off the bat. You know, month two, you're not going to throw too much more at it. You want to make sure, like I've always said before, guys, I mean, if you're just starting off, you want to make sure that you reap as much as many of the benefits as possible from the low-hanging fruit. Meaning, since you're starting off, anything that you throw at your penis right now, it will react to very, very well. Meaning that, you know what, the growth you're going to make right now, the newbie gains, in the first three to six months are going to come a whole lot easier than they will, you know, in year two, year three. Same as bodybuilding. You know, most of the gains that I made was in that first, like, two-year period. Slash puberty also helped out, but... (laughs) You know, it really, really helped to propel me forward. And most of those gains are the concrete gains that, you know, I've been able to hold on to for most of my life. And um, again, when it comes to PE, you want to go slowly right off the bat. If you start off doing something super intense like hanging, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know, clamping right off. You're probably going to hurt yourself, A. But then B, you're probably going to end up um, just plateauing when you really didn't need to. You know, you want to take your time, ease into it and, you know, just take it slow right off the bat. Granted, I do know that one thing, just like anybody, well, for, I'll speak for myself when it came to pumping, you know, I got overzealous when it came to clamping, I got overzealous, I start to see gains and I'm just like, yo, I want more, I want to do more, I want to do more, right? So that was just a little bit of immaturity <laughs> and stupidity, I guess, but whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> so in order to avoid making those mistakes, guys, like I said, you want to reap or you want to reach for the low hanging fruit. So definitely try that for month one, month two. And like I said before, throughout this whole podcast, I also have, you know, the full program that is about six months long for a beginner on the website. Granted, that one I do recommend using some more devices and I want to keep this 100% device free. So what I'll do is um, I'll get months three and four here and, you know, just talk about different stretches that you can do to kind of throw it into the mix you know, basically, we want to add variety, but we don't want to add too much to the point that, hey, you know what, your penis goes into like shock. It's like, oh, geez, man, more stuff. I don't need all this stimulus. <laughs> so that being said, I'm going to leave it at at this for now, you know, just months one and two. And then we're getting to months three and four and then five and six separately. And like I said before, this is 100% beginner workout. No devices, just your hands, some lube, and some time. All you need is the proper mindset, and you will definitely be able to achieve good stuff. And that pretty much settles it from here, you know. 
that's pretty much it. I don't know what else to say now. <laughs> Other than that, we'll continue this series in, um, over the next couple of days. And again, um, also have the book out on maskandhealthsolutions.com. That's a full year-long program. And if you got any other questions, hey, hit me up on Instagram. It tends to be where most guys are sending me messages. So, yeah, just keep hitting me up with a good question, guys. All right. Until next time, just want to thank you for stopping by. Later. And that concludes part one of our No Devices uh, workout program. I'm going to do, let's say, well, obviously, month three and four next and progress from there. Maybe we'll go for a year. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll keep the series going. And like I said, guys, I mean, please let me know if you have any more questions, anything you want to learn about, you know, hit me up. I love getting the questions. All right, guys, until next time, thank you for stopping by.